Hello, and welcome to New Day Christian Fellowship Church Podcast, where we worship, connect, equip, and serve. We're so glad that you're joining us. Our prayer is that you allow today's message to minister to you so that you can become all that God has called you to be. Thanks so much for tuning in and enjoy today's message. Let's pray. Gracious God in heaven, we come before you this start of the new year, dear Lord God. Here we are, 2024, Heavenly Father. You've seen fit to bless us to see another year. And Lord, our theme this year is a year of increase. Lord, that's what you gave us. And Lord, our desire is to increase in you, dear Lord God, in every area of our life so that we can bring you glory. We can bring you honor. Jesus, you told us that we must be fruitful in all that we do. And that's how we glorify God. So I pray that this year we are very fruitful and that our fruit remains And that's how we bring glory to God here on this earth. And Father, I thank you that this word will not return to you void. It shall accomplish that which you please. It will prosper in the hearts of the people you send again. We give you alone all the praise. We give you alone all the glory. In Jesus' mighty and master's name, that all who agree say. So we're starting off the year of increase. And, And I got that word, as I usually do, right around September, October, just almost all the time I know what the next year's theme is going to be. It's always scripturally supported, and it's always been accurate. Last year, it was expansion. And my God, did we expand. In fact, we're still expanding. We're going to launch New Day Macedonia in May of this year. Hallelujah. We will. That's a good place to clap. Hallelujah. You guys don't quite understand evangelism and, 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 and what the Lord told us to do. He said, go into all the world. Say all the world. That just ain't your church and, okay, all the world, okay? Preach the gospel and make disciples. Making disciples takes time, energy, effort, and finance. Okay, it does, it does. And he also said in Matthew 24, 14, he says, this gospel of the kingdom shall be preached to all the nations, and then the end will come. Y'all worried about who's president and who, what's going on over there in Russia? The gospel hasn't been preached to all the nations. That's our responsibility. Got it? Okay, so... And going back to this, this season of increase, and I believe God's timing and everything. So we, we are so blessed. I need the microphones, okay, Minister Tim? So we have two couples that are joining this church, and I've seen fit to uh, make them part of the sermon here so you guys are better understand how God is working, okay? So a few years ago, my wife is in Denver, Colorado, and uh, she comes home, and she comes home with about six, $700 worth of John Bevere's teachings, okay? He's an amazing man. And then she's telling me about Benita, 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 Benita. And she said, Benita's going to be my mentor. Benita's this. And so then, but I meet Benita. I love Benita too. Okay, hallelujah. And Benita begins to work with a lot of our, our career ladies at New Day. I think about 25, 30 maybe have been through her trainings and everything. People have gotten raises and increase because of her. So now this is my wife's mentor. Now, when I got caught, and, and her husband Dave is amazing, okay, and, and also, too, not, not yes, she's career-minded, but she's also been executive pastor at a mega church. She's also been elders, her and her husband elders at another mega church, okay? She's been in leadership at a 17,000-member church down in, in San Diego. Now, back in 2001, I visited Zoe Christian Fellowship in Whittier, California, and that's when I learned about missions. Before then, my, my, my Christianity was, Lord, bless me increase me. In the name of Jesus, I claim it because I'd have named it. I clean out my garage for my new uh, Maserati. That was my Christianity. No, no joke. It was. I, mean, I, 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 was, I was all in there to prosperity. And I do believe God wants to prosper us. 
Not a problem, okay? That was my emphasis. I get to Zoe Christian Fellowship in Whittier under uh, Pastor Ed Smith at that time, and I see all these people going back and forth to Africa and other places. I'm like, what kind of church is this? Then I begin to read the Bible. Not just a few select passages that suited my preference. And then I also learned that I have a purpose. So purpose and evangelism, I learned at Zoe. And so I go on my first mission trip, and the Lord calls me. And he calls me into ministry. Now, I mean, I had, and I'll tell you some other time, it wasn't no who I had to touch. No, it wasn't no touch. The, the presence of God. I walked into it. I wasn't fasting, wasn't praying. I was actually running so I wouldn't be late to the prayer meeting. It was the purest, pure, that's the best word I can describe it I've ever experienced. And short after that, the Lord called me. I held on to it for a couple of days. We get back down to a mountain. I mean, down the mountain. We're in one of the poorest regions in the Caribbean. Get down to the bottom of the mountain. Finally, I call my wife. I tell her God's called me. I waited to tell my wife first. And then the missionary that we were supporting had been on the field longer than any other African-American. And not only that, he has started 19 churches in remote areas. He does like Paul. He doesn't go where the gospel is named. He goes where the gospel has not been named. Gets the church going. See, that's a real apostolic anointing. Now, I notice in America right now, about half the pastors are now under the title apostle. They don't even have a passport, but they're apostles. And that's fine. I'm, I'm trusting God you'll actually fully step into it, okay? Yeah, I'm, I'm still believing God for that and for a deeper understanding. No criticism, okay? But then, then, then I meet this guy, and then when I get called, I tell him next. But I'm, I'm trembling because my idea of pastoring, what I've seen, I'm like, I can't do this. And he hugged me and helped me, and he said, you don't have to be like all the rest of them. In fact, God has placed you at a church with a man of integrity that won't mess with women and won't mess with money. And it sounds so simple, but that was such a revelation. Sometimes it ain't some big, powerful, thus said the Lord. It's like, let me just help you. And boy, did he help me. And over the course of time, I got to know him better. And he's, a, he's an exegetical expert. He's a, he's a, a real theologian. And it's in Hebrew, uh, uh, Greek, Aramaic, uh, Arabic, okay? And just fluent in Spanish. So, so fluent in Spanish, sometimes he forgets English. Got a full ride to Ivy League College and decided to pass that up and instead go to the mission field. Benita, Dave, uh, Gina, Dr. Parker, come forward, please. So this is our year of increase. And so these four have decided to make New Day Christian Fellowship their home. Wait, I just realized something. Two Mexicans married to two blacks. Two blacks went, wow. So y'all really got this? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I want to say welcome. We're glad to have you. This does tie into my sermon today. And so now here's the thing. Jackie, come up here too, babe, okay? And you can stand on the other side of Dave, please. Hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I want you to just think about this for a second. This is Jackie's mentor. This is my mentor. The mentors have joined the mentees. And, and listen to me. This is not humility. I need you to listen for a second, okay? I need you to listen to me. Benita is smarter than Jackie. Dr. Parker's smarter than me. And for some of y'all, this would be an intimidating situation. 
But in order for us to increase, me and Jackie got to decrease. See, I'm more interested in your well-being than I am in how your perception of me. When Dr. Parker's teaches, y'all going to wonder, did Bishop Tony really get a doctorate? I did. I still reach out to him. And I love him because there's been times I've done Facebook Live Bible study. He'll call me after, uh, you kind of missed it on that. But if we don't learn to receive feedback, if we can't receive feedback. If you can't have somebody, what is that saying? That you, what you're communicating is that I got this all figured out. I'm the sum total of all things Christian. Next week, I'm teaching on uh, Elijah. As powerful as he was, ended up in a cave by himself and said, I'm the only one. And God is like, boy, I got 7,000 others. Sometimes we think we're the sum total of anointing. We're the sum total of uh, Christianity. We're the sum total of whatever. No. God is a win in the world. You can't do that by yourself. That's right. I cannot lead and pastor y'all by myself. I'm taking up all the time. Okay, hey. Thank you. Welcome. Glad to have you. Just want to greet them or something you want to uh, just, and of course, we're going to get to know you guys more. Just should have told us this, Bishop. I know. Well, that's our lead. So anything? Parkers? Well, the only thing I can say. A little more, Mike. The only thing I can say is that God is calling us to greater things. And this is a new year that we're starting. And God says, get in the boat. We're going to cross to the other side. But if you want to win, you have to get in the boat. Because then I'll be with you. And you stay sure you're going to be staying by yourself. So God is calling you to get on board and get in the boat. We're going to cross to the other side. Nothing. Uh, the body of Christ mm, is not all the eye, not all the ear. Each one of us have gifts, and, and each of our gifts add to the totality of the body. I could not do what Bishop does. I can't. I don't want to do what Bishop does. <laughs> Uh, there are so many. He's always talking about people in the congregation or people that he knows that have such gifts and they have a conversation and I have to be quiet because I have no clue of what, what he does or what he talks about or what he's talking about. But that one thing that I do, I mean, I'm like the snake. I'm not, the snake looks at the duck. He, he runs, he flies, he swims, and I just crawl. But when I crawl, I crawl. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Wow. Um, I'm excited to be here and sit at Bishop's feet and be ministered to and have my mind continuously renewed to the Word of God. I'm excited to be here to find out what I don't know. Right? And, and I'm, I'm excited. I was listening to the message on YouTube from, I think it was last week or week before, where Bishop was talking about somebody is waiting for you. Someone on the other side is waiting for you. And that really excited me because one of my passions with the body of Christ is really getting people to understand that God has a purpose for you, no matter what you've been through, no matter what it looks like right now in this present day, and that what he has put inside of you is not necessarily for you. It is for us others. And where we mess up is we start looking inside and wanting to what's inside and the, the 
fruit that it produces to be for us. And God is saying, that's not the way this works. And so I love this house because I love Bishop and Jackie and their heart for the people. And he's the only pastor that I've ever encountered in all the years of ministry that really has a heart for the people, that spends time and invests time and not only getting your mind renewed to the word of God, because that's important, but the rest of you, if the rest of you is jacked up, you're not getting anywhere. So I'm just excited. We connected back and I think it was like 2000, where we at Kaiser in 2013-ish, 12-ish? Yes. 12-ish. And so technically I've been a part of this house since then because I love, I used to say your pastors, our pastor now, my husband and I can say. So... I'm just excited to, to be here and learn what I don't know. Amen. 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 There's a, a song Johnny Cash used to sing. It's like, I've been everywhere, man. We, the Lord has been allowing us to travel and do a lot of, we've been to a lot of churches. And I'm going to tell you this, in, in my spirit, it's always the anointing that breaks the yoke, okay? And I, uh, Pastor Dan and Jackie, the, this church has a heavy anointing on it, okay? And everybody has yokes. Everybody has issues in there. But this is where the anointing breaks the yoke, okay? You have to press in. And like, I like what the, the thinking is for this new year is you got to press in because God is going to do something new in you. Amen. 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 Can we give them a hand, please? Thank you. Thank you. Love you guys. Amen. 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 I'm so excited to have them here with us and to be a part and to help us to grow. And, and um, uh, Sister Benita right now is working on her doctorate. She's enrolled at USC and in leadership. And so uh, she told me, I'm taking a whole year off. I'm going to sit for the first year. So nobody bothers her until January 2025. Everybody got it? All right. Amen. Amen. Hey, um, got a question for you. Who is the most important person in a room? Who is the most important person in a room, it depends on what gift is needed. You know, when the uh, airplanes flew into the trade towers, right? And um, um, there were some executives that were on an elevator. I think it was three executives on an elevator with a janitor. And that elevator instantly got stuck. And so the elevator, I mean, the janitor had a, a mop with him. And he was able to, able to open up the doors, but it was a wall. But the janitor, boom, 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 figured out where they were. And he took the other part of the mop, the, 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 the cloth part off, and, and began to dig through the drywall. He recognized where they were and what they needed to do, and he was able to get them out. The executives made a lot of money. The executives were all that in a bag of chips. The executives hired and fired. But at that moment, the janitor was the one that was most important. The janitor became the leader because that was a gift that was needed at that time. So now when, if, if you saw the elevator open up and you saw, and, and we were just waiting for the, you know, for the elevator to come and open up and you saw three suits and a janitor, you would dismiss the janitor. Just like a lot of you guys have been dismissed and you've been dismissing yourselves. But everything you guys just shared a second ago, and you, don't, you haven't seen my notes, the Holy Spirit is speaking, stay with me. The t- today's title is, He's Already Given Me What We Need. He's already given me what we need. 
He's already given me what we need. Go with me, please, to Exodus chapter 12. Exodus 12. Exodus 12. And backstory is the children of Israel, the nation of Israel, they were exiting Egyptian slavery. That's where we picked this up. Moses is leading them out. Exodus 12, 35 says this, and the people of Israel did as Moses had instructed. They asked, they asked the Egyptians for clothing and articles of silver and gold. Now, listen to me. Coming out of slavery, you have a scarcity mentality. Got it? Okay, now all of a sudden you get a lot of stuff. A lot of us have had that experience. We're enslaved, but just to move from poverty to wealth or abundance, okay, because most of us are doing better than our parents did. And all of a sudden now we got a lot of stuff. Everybody follow me on that. Everybody wake up. That's, see, that's why, see, when we start that dancing, and y'all, when I start preaching, y'all go to sleep. You know what we're going to do next time? I'm going to preach, then we're going to do worship. They asked the Egyptians for, what did they ask for? Number one? One, two, three. What they asked for? Clothing. Clothing and articles of silver and gold. Okay? That's money at that time. Okay? The Lord caused, the Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably upon the Israelites, and they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for, so they stripped the Egyptians of their... Go back to verse 35. Go back to verse 35. And you would see the people ask. You see that? And then 36... 36, the Lord caused. We got to work in concert with him. That's a whole nother message. You got to ask. He'll move in their hearts, but you got to ask, okay? Now, 36, the Lord caused the Egyptians to look favorably upon the Israelites, and they gave the Israelites whatever they asked for. So they stripped the Egyptians of their wealth. Now, your prosperity has a kingdom purpose. Your prosperity has a kingdom purpose. Your talent or your gift has a kingdom purpose also. Go with me, please, to Exodus 28. Now, they got the clothing, all the nice linen, all the fine fabric, and they got the gold and the silver and all of that. Now they're out in the desert, okay? Now, they're probably excited because they got some stuff. They, and I know in English. They got some stuff. Everybody listening to me. They got stuff. Cool? Okay, they got their stuff. All right. So now we find out the purpose of the stuff. Verse 1, Exodus 28, 1. This is God talking to Moses. Call for your brother Aaron and his sons. So uh, Aaron is Abraham. I'm sorry. Uh, no, Elder Kelvin, come up here, please. Okay. Hey, Aaron. How are you, buddy? Okay. okay you can come over here and stand with me, please, sir. Okay. This is Aaron, y'all. Now, you got four sons. Okay. I need some four sons. Brother Alti, can you come in, please? Brother David. David, come here, please. And, and Brother Abraham, come here. You got three sons, right? Yeah, three sons. Hallelujah. All right. Now, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. Now, everybody, look, 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 look at me. Look at me. God told Moses... Now, next verse, you know, y'all in the screen, wait, come over here a little bit. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit, so everybody can see. Okay, y'all stay there, okay? God said, do what? Set them what? God said, set them apart from who? They're not better than the people. Remember the suits in the elevator? They got a specific duty. They're going to have a specific duty also. So that they do what? Minister to who? Minister to who? Who is God. Y'all can see that. And be my Priest, does everybody understand? Is that clear? Your purpose is to minister to God. Make sure that you're honoring God. Guys got that? Do y'all got that? All right, verse two. Make sacred garments for Aaron that are what? And what else? 
What did you think the clothing was for when he left the Egyptians? Hmm? Hmm. Jackie Driscoll, can you come here a second, please? And I'm calling up Jackie because Jackie has a passion for fashion. <laughs> come on up, my sister, okay? All right, amen. Looking good as every Sunday, every Sunday, every Sunday. <laughs> and and, and you know, last night, uh, uh, Jackie and I was talking about you, Brother Kelvin, because uh, your husband always looking good. The two best dressed, and she said, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Love me some Kelvin. Okay. Amen. And I'm, I'm how, how many years? Um, amen. She said, I'm keeping my man, keeping him interested. Um, 40 years. Amen. That's right, because we, we had your 40-year celebration. That was about two months ago? Two months ago, amen. And a nice ceremony, too. It was, and your kids, just, it, was, it was a blessing, such a blessing. And because I hadn't seen your kids in like forever, you know, but amen. Um, but he says in verse 2, make sacred garments for Aaron that are what? And what else? I need you guys to think about something for a moment. Because see, sometimes you might see someone like her and like, she thinks you all that. No, I'm going to show you in a second. That's something God put in her. So mind your business. Back up. Back up. Well, sheep, sheep, sheep. Now, honestly, I've never heard nobody say this, okay? I'm just imagining. No one has ever said anything. Oh, she said, I have. Okay. But some people have a passion for fashion. Now, watch this. Verse 3. Watch this. Instruct all the what? Whom I fill with what? It takes wisdom to know how to do this. And sometimes we'll look at the fashion industry, somebody like me, I can't even spell fashion, okay? And, and if I had my way, I, I swear I have a pair of jeans, or these are jeans, but I have a pair of blue jeans and Nike's on right now with a, with a, with a, with a Beat the Rams or Beat the Raiders or Go Kansas City t-shirt on. I really? And she said, that's a no-no. Okay. And, and even, even like uh, uh, our friend, Minister Josie Martin, same thing. She's like, it's after Labor Day, why you got on white? Okay, look, from Louisiana, I don't know this stuff. But we can't be so quick to dismiss people because, you know, we can misjudge. And what I want you to know is that God is in this. And so as we're moving forward as a body, you are gifted with something that God has placed in you. And you got to first, you got to honor what's in you. Dr. Parker stood here a second ago, and he just said, all you guys got gifts. Now, look, this is what I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. What are you created to do? And I want you to know that what's in you, we all need. Do you understand? Give me, give me, so thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Amen, amen, amen. Yes, hold on a second. Watch this, verse 3. Instruct all the skilled craftsmen. These are the seamstress. So little, little uh, Evie, okay, uh, Elora uh, and Evie are sisters. Now, Elora, I mean, Evie can, okay, slow down, Tony. There are a set of sisters here, Evie and Elora. Evie sings and she does plays. I mean, she can tap dance. She can, oh, you know, all that while she's singing and I got their voice and all that. Now, Elora's the one that's really quiet. And so what I did was um, when I found that Elora's passion is for sewing and creating things. So when it was time for me to buy some new ties and all that, I had her mother bring um, um, uh, Elora. They met me at um, May, 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 May Company, May, Macy's, Macy's. No, that's an old store, May Company. Macy's. I told y'all I, I don't shop. <laughs> so I had um, little Elora, my mother brought her up there, and Elora picked up all of my ties and hankies and stuff for me. Oh, That's 
her gifts. She's not going to seem like her sister. But she, yeah, I tell you what, when her sister make it to Broadway and all that, her sister's going to be looking good because Elora's company is going, yeah, it's going to be designing probably all the dresses for everybody on Broadway. And so because Evie gets the attention with the spotlight, with the singing, we don't understand that other people are there to add value also. Now, this theme this year is increase. So some of you guys can first have to increase in wisdom and understanding about how God has gifted you and the value that you bring. And you cannot diminish that just because they get all of the stage attention. You are still valuable. You're still needed and necessary. So don't be so quick to dismiss people and, and um, on fashion. I was watching that movie. Um, um, I should know this because I've only seen about 12 movies in my life. Um, the one about dressing for uh, prop, the devil wears Prada. And I'm watching that because I'm on a plane and I got nothing else to do. Them 12-hour flights after a while, I'll just watch this. And, and, and that was, truthfully, it's kind of boring because I, I ain't into that. But at one point, the mean lady, the mean lady, she says to the new, new uh, administrative assistant who was just kind of fumbling about, because the administrative assistant laughed about the whole fashion thing, but that mean lady dropped her some knowledge and explained how it's a domino effect and it makes it all the way down to Walmart. Then I started paying attention to the movie. There is so much more that's going on that we dismiss because there are certain things that we esteem. Now, this is what Paul told Timothy. Don't let anybody put you down because of your youth. People will say things to you because, see, they don't understand. They don't get it. And it's in their ignorance. And that's why culture so many times dictates what's important. And that's within our culture. But it's not, it's that, that's not what's important in the kingdom of God. Everybody in the kingdom has value. So as we begin to progress through this year, we got to fully understand it. Give these guys a hand, please. Thank you. Thank you. Verse 4, right here, verse 4. These are the garments they are to make, a chest piece, an ephod, a robe, a pattern, tunic, a turban, and a sash. They are to make these, say, sacred. So little, little Laura has a place in the kingdom. She likes to sew. She likes to make nice things. Oh, isn't that cute? Yeah, it is. It's not cute. It's beautiful. It's a gift from God. It's, okay, got it? Okay. They are to make these sacred garments for your brother Aaron and his sons to wear when they serve me as priests. So give them fine linen. There it is. Give them fine linen, cloth, gold thread, and blue, purple, and scarlet thread. Now, where were they going to get this linen from? They already had it. Where'd they get it from? The Egyptians. There's so much God has given you, and it's for something or somebody else later on. It's for his kingdom purposes. The wisdom you have, the understanding you have, it's to advance. See, it's, it's so funny. Not funny. Uh, we're going to be about 15 minutes late. Okay, look. We're starting the year off. I got to get it off right, okay? I got to get it going. So, because I, I want you to understand online, just, just hold on, okay? In fact, y'all just sitting there anyway. Hold on. I mean, you got this. <laughs> Put it on pause and go get a sandwich and come back, okay? But, <laughs> no, I love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. Um, but, but seriously, what, what we really have to understand, I really want you to understand, everyone has value. Please get that. Everyone matters. And so even what you picked up a while back, it may not be, you may not understand that now, but it could be later on. So Elder Kelvin and Sister Delisa, I'm so glad when I was at Zoe, I never misbehaved. Because now Elder Kelvin used to run the entire church, that mega church where the bank used to pull up with the bank, the bank truck and all that. Okay, yeah, he, he was the one running that. And had a pastor, but he was the one in charge. Now he's serving under me. 
And God said, I'm going to send you all the help you need. So here's the thing. We ain't reached that capacity yet. So why are you here? Minister Malik, businessman, came here retired. I remember talking to him. He said, I'm retired. Then he said, I'm going to do this, 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 and this, and this. And you've done all that you told me you were going to do when you first got here. And I thought, I thought you was retired. <laughs> why is he here now? And all of a sudden, it, now we get an opportunity to get a mortgage and all that. And he's a real estate broker also, not just a broker. God is sending. I would be a fool to not release this and let people do what they were created to do. It's crazy. So, yes, Dr. Parker's going to teach some theology classes. Yes, y'all going to go back and rethink a lot of what you were taught before, what you believed before. Yes, Sister Benita's going to come here. And some of y'all, some of y'all that submit and listen, you're going to get raises, you're going to get bonuses, you're going to get benefits and promotions. That's why God sent them. So he knows ahead of time what we're doing. So I look at who's coming. That tells me what's coming, what's, what's down the line. So here's what you got to understand is that you, too, have a gift. How's your life? You're still working on your hours, right? For your, for your license, okay? You're still working on your hours. And I'm doing everything I can to help her get all the hours she can get. So she can because it, it may not be popping right now, but by five years from now, you're going to like, Bishop, I can't see nobody else. What is God setting us up for? Go with me, please, to Exodus 31. 31, we're going to wrap up with this. Oof, okay. I love to praise his... So y'all started this. Then the Lord said to Moses, 31.1, Look, I have specifically chosen Bezalel, the son of Uri, grandson of Hur of the tribe of Judah. Verse 3. I have filled him with the Spirit of God. I need you guys to see this. Because for us, Spirit of God, I mean, being filled with the Let me keep reading. That's another message. I have filled him with the Spirit of God, giving him what? Give, one, two, three. What? Ability and expertise in all kinds of crafts. And see, this is how we quickly dismiss people now, because you're going to see a lot of these guys showing up over the next three, four years here at New Day. Watch this, verse 4. He is a master craftsman, expert in working with what? Okay, verse 5. He is skilled in engraving and mounting gemstones and in doing what? So we see a construction worker with his little tool belt on. <laughs> Better stop that. We'd be so quick to dismiss. In my house on the bottom floor, we got some crown molding. I look at that crown molding like hallelujah, because I sure couldn't have done that. Somebody carved that. Somebody created that. The rest of y'all come in and say, well, it's nice. Somebody made that. And how often do we stop and think that was a carpenter? What was Jesus? What was Peter? I got one for you. What was Paul? Nah, not, okay, thank you. I'm going to say, I know, not no. Okay, new rule, Dr. Parker. You can't answer in church, Okay. <laughs> But I love this guy. Watch this. It says he is a master at every craft. And sometimes we see somebody like that, and we just quick to dismiss. Can we give them honor? Can we acknowledge them? Okay, so God put this, this guy here. Watch this, verse 6. And I have personally appointed Oliab, son of... Now you can talk, Dr. Parker. <laughs> oh, here's a mark, okay, of the tribe of Dan, to be his assistant. Now, I need you to see this last part. Watch this. Moreover, I have given him... Where? Moreover, I've given him special skill to... what to. Uh, moreover, I've given special skill to all the gifted craftsmen. That gift came from God. 
I probably called Joanne Hudson more than anybody in this church. And I always call, especially overseas, can you, because she does, she's one of our bookkeepers, and she really works for our internet, our orphanages, and our, our pastors, and our churches, and people overseas, and all that. And I'm talking to her all the time. And she's great administratively. She's, she's just great with accounting, and she just she used to be an office manager when she was working. She's just smart like that. And, and, and but, but, but so are the people that build the office she worked in. Verse 7, the tabernacle, the Ark of the Covenant, okay, the Ark's cover, the place of atonement, all the furnishings of the tabernacle, the table and its utensils. Verse 8, the table and its utensils, the purple gold stand with all its accessories, the incense altar, the altar of burnt offering with all its utensils, the wash basin with its stand. 10, the beautiful stitched garments. All of this, because in a little while, we're going to get some new chairs in there. Hallelujah. And in a little while, we're going to have a new screen hanging from up there. Hallelujah. Who are the people that put their screen together? Who are the people that's going to come install it? And we're so quick to dismiss them. No, they matter. That's the spirit of God has placed that in them. Verse 11, the anointing oil. If you guys been to all those one perfumeries, I forgot what they're called. When they make perfume, that's God has given us gifts. The fragrant incense for, uh, for the holy place. Mm. The craftsman must make everything as I have commanded you. Three things I want to close with. Three things. What's the one thing you do better than most? What is it? You do better than most. What's that one thing? What's that one thing? What's that one thing? You got it in your head? If you got it, just raise your hand. Just raise, I'm not going to call on you, okay? It's like, I ain't raising my hand. You're going to call me up there, and I ain't going up there. I know him. <laughs> Everybody got it? Okay, cool. Number two, can you become better at it? This is a year of increase. It's a year of increase. Number three, serve it so that we can increase as a church. We need you. We need you. He's already given me, as for you guys to say that too, what we need, what we all need. I'm going to close with this verse, Ecclesiastes 10.10. Ecclesiastes 10.10. This is your homework. This is your homework. I want everybody, everybody to study out Ecclesiastes 10.10. I want you to read it in multiple translations at different times. Can we bring that scripture up in New Living, please? I want to show you what it says, New Living. Um, Using a dull axe requires great strength. So sharpen a blade. Here we go. Here we go. That's the value of wisdom. It helps you succeed. Can you get better? Can you get better? Can you get better this year? That means going back to school, enroll. That means taking some kind of online class, take it. If that means going to get some mental therapy, call and make that appointment. My mother took a tumble last night getting out the car. And uh, yeah, and uh, she was with my brother and his wife, my sister-in-law, and my two nephews, her grand- grandkids, and they came in the house. You know, mom, mom took a tumble. And... Um, I was watching my sister-in-law, the way she ministered to my mother. And so this morning I got up. I didn't think my mom was going to come to church. But I got up. And when you walk in her room, to the left is a bed, to the right is a bathroom. I walked and just looked to the left. She wasn't in the bed. And she was in the right. And she was dressed. She was getting all made up. I'm like, oh, oh, you fooled me. She said, what do you mean? I said, I just didn't think you were coming to church. 
And then she said, we just a couple more words, and she said, and you still think I don't want to come live with you. And, and that, now, this is what I'm getting to. And I said, you didn't. But I understand it, and I said, I'm aware of it because I look back over my life, nobody wanted to play with me. Nobody wanted to work with me. At one point, Jackie didn't want to stay married to me. And so I wasn't surprised because I know how people have been experiencing me. And so I was so determined just to be me that I wasn't able to fully be who God created me to be because I was more committed to me. And, and now, now here's the thing. Everywhere I've gone, I've been a leader. Every organization I just showed up, somehow or another, I had followers. But in order for me to increase, there is some area I got to decrease. Wait till next Sunday. Oh, it's on next Sunday. <laughs> this is our year of increase. And the first thing we're going to increase is, is in wisdom. So you got your gift, you got your prosperity, it's for the advancement of the kingdom of God. Does everybody understand that? Yes. Bow your heads. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for your word. We thank you that it's alive, it's a living thing, and will not return it to you void. It shall accomplish that which you please. It will prosper in the hearts of the people you sent it, Father God. I thank you, Heavenly Father, that your word will, will be mixed with faith, dear Lord God, and it will profit the hearers, dear Lord God. And I thank you also, Heavenly Father, that your word is taking root in us, and we will become one fruitful church, Heavenly Father doing amazing things, dear Lord God, to give you alone all the praise and give you alone all the glory. May this be a church of unity, a church, Heavenly Father, where we all respect and honor one another, a church where we listen more than we talk, Heavenly Father, a church where we submit, dear Lord God, to your will and your way. We love you and we honor you in Jesus' name. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us. We pray that you were blessed by today's message. To learn more about New Day Christian Fellowship Church in Corona, California, visit our website at www.newdaycorona.org.